Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux and I am your host and joining me as always, he's angling for adoption by his new daddy, Logan Roy. It's Griffin Davis. Who is Logan Roy? Have you not been watching Succession? No, I, mean, I haven't watched. No. Oh, shit. It's from Succession. Ah, damn. damn. I love that show. I just don't remember the name. The name of <laughs> the main guy. Okay. <laughs> the, all name, right. the name of the guy everyone's always talking to and about. I'm so pissed right now. You, you outed got, me as a bad fan. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I was trying to get you that succession bump. I was trying to make is everyone succession see how cool pretty you good? Are. Succession is great. They just the ads suck for it. Like the the, the ads showcase a totally different show. It's than insane. the show that you're watching. It's incredible. Bad marketing. Really bad marketing. The commercials and trailers make it seem like like a more generic billions, just like, oh, like very forgettable. Oh. Um, but it's it's like more like The Office. It's more of The Office than is like any other show. Than, than like any other show. So it's a comedy? It yeah. Is, it's a very, very, very dark comedy. A dark oh. comedy. And and but like I've talked to people who do, like watch it and don't process it that way. It's so it's such a confusing show for me because the ads, they get it all wrong. Uh, and season two, they still they get it all wrong with the ads. I'm like watching this ad. I'm like, fuck, I would not want to watch that. Uh, but I know it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the thing. The Culkin, ads are... Macaulay Culkin's brother is very funny. Kiernan. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think I saw an ad for that today. Yeah, and you're like, oh, right? Yeah, I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. very good. It's very it's incredible. There's... There's like office zooms. They like zoom in on oh, yeah, characters' they, faces they the to like, like punctuate comedy. Or they'll like wait to cut away until after someone makes a weird like face about something. Like someone will say a line and then give a weird like, huh. And then it cuts away. Like it doesn't cut at a normal time. Yeah. It, Classic it has my favorite office move. It has my favorite type of, of a comedy, which is like, it's so painful to watch. Like these characters like just dig themselves. Is it like that Michael Scott energy of just like digging into yourself into a deeper hole in a conversation? It's just right. awful to watch. That's uh, like a really peep show. I sure. love I love peep show. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's just painful. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really get into the POV stuff. But, uh, you know, we, we, we've already talked a little bit. Might, might as well welcome our, our guest. You guys are hearing his lovely voice uh, on Hello. the con this morning. Uh, you know, we're kind of nearing the end of a, a hot boy summer. And what better way to cap it off than with sort of an icon of hot boy summer? Uh, welcome back, returning guest, Michael Allen Lyle. Hey, everybody. Wow. Okay. Whoa. That's I'm a hot guy voice. I'm a hot boy. Damn. Damn you, yeah, they, B, is it B for, for is it B-O-I for? Well, you should know. Okay. Seeing as people you who don't one. know, Michael is I, nine feet tall. That's true. And buff yeah. is red. Yeah. He's oh, like yeah. that. He's like that football guy from Euphoria. Just Bronze. watch the pilot to that. Uh, that show's good. Yeah, it's intense. Uh, I'm like, these kids. How do I reach these how kids? Do I, <laughs> hey, how do I reach them? And I don't know. They like these kids are so wild uh, that that like it makes me feel like a boomer. Wait, what? what is this? Euphoria. Oh, euphoria. I hear good things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK, maybe we should maybe we should pop some in. 
pop some Euphoria. Yeah, you guys, watch, you guys want to pause this podcast? And watch yeah, let's just watch. We're gonna watch a couple episodes of Euphoria, yeah. and we'll get back to you. Welcome to our Patreon. We just kind of talk about TV. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Euphoria, boys. Uh, <laughs> our new Euphoria fan cast. Yeah, where the yeah the the podcast about Euphoria, where we only talk about the guy characters. We waited we wait until the show stopped running and all the think pieces were done. And decided to start our podcast. Men are distinctly the villains of that show. Which is, it's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what's what's going on, dude? Welcome back to Game Boys. And you kind of you texted me last night. Yeah. And you kind of said, I have to come back on. I have to get back on Game Boys. I have we to. We get this a lot. It is a crime that I haven't been let back on Game Lux, Boys. Game Boys, if you don't know, gets you upped a lot. You know, it's we get oh, the yeah. 3 a.m. phone calls. Yeah, we yeah. have to send a lot. We have to send a lot of new phone who this. Um, this because there's some guests we don't want back. Or new, just new emails or this because we literally just had to make a new <laughs> one. Because our sorry, have to mention this guy. Just remembered there is a conspiracy against the game. Boys. We know who it is. We know who's doing it. Salamar Z. Salamir Z. Salamir Z okay. has struck again. Do you want to tell the story? Now I think well, I'm not even talking about the Salamar Z. Potentially, he's working with this new enemy. I'm saying there might be. Oh, a I think bigger... it's the same guy. That's my okay. theory. Is that it's all what? Salamir Z? Give me the rundown. Okay, give me give, just give me like the elevator pitch for Salamar Z. Okay, so a while ago, my uh, PlayStation account got hacked by a dude named Salamir Z, and he changed all of my codes and shit. It took me forever to get my shit back from Salamir Z who then mm. had the audacity to send me a friend request on the PS network what? once I'd stolen my shit back from him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that happened. And then, then this happened. the case gets way, way deeper because okay. I discovered about a month ago that the game boys email had been hacked. Now I had made the email in a hurry and perhaps I'd forgotten to fill out a few of the security questions, but the email had been hacked and that email was attached to like a bunch of my credit card information and stuff like that. And wait, a- you had your credit card information in your email account? Well, no, that email like to, to for other websites and stuff attached to the podcast or other random crap. It's like to log in, you needed that oh, email. Oh, 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 but if gotcha, I couldn't use gotcha. the email, then I couldn't like stop them from charging my credit card. For right. Shit. Uh, so it was this wild thing. And then I. I, I tried to log into it recently a month ago and someone somewhere else on their phone locks me out of the account or again or whatever. So this is a direct attack on this email and Lux. I've discovered I searched the Game Boys podcast on on podcast, Apple Podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a new Game Boys podcast. What? They just started releasing podcast episodes like a month ago are these the attackers wait how do they spell are it? they trying to absorb our accounts are these i, th- I think they're I mean, this sounds, I mean, these are the questions i have I bet if we sound related. An episode, they would... sound re- are related or not I, I i i think it's related i think it's related too i think whoever stole your account hacked into your account and then tried to friend you is most definitely the same person that's screwing up your email 100 i agree 100 percent. i'm with it i think that's exactly what's happening i bet if we listen to an episode of new game boys they'd be like hey what's up welcome to the game boys podcast i'm your host salamir z oh my <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> yeah any other information about me will remain a mystery uh no uh, here's the icing on the cake that that proves that we're gonna win the war 
Game Boys. How would you fight back? How, well, I just there's uh, there's something about it. They had to start this podcast and they had to add an apostrophe to their title. Wait, 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 we wait. Have Game Boys. Wait, did they spell it exactly so, the same way with an yes. apostrophe? No, 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 no. We don't do an apostrophe. No, I know you don't. I'm and they saying- added an apostrophe and an S, and it looks fucking awful. It looks terrible on the internet. Wait, it's so not a, it says Game Boys. Wait, so Game so Boys Game Boys with a Z apostrophe S. Like is? It's awful. Uh, Game Boys is it's Game, bad. Game Boys is podcast. Yeah. Game Boys is podcast. Game Boys is podcast is our is our sort of. Just like in many RPG video games, there comes a point where the protagonist finds the Neo, the dark, the shadow version of himself. In Jungian terms, oh. our animus. The anti-hero. Yeah. Uh, and this seems, Game Boys is podcast, seems like that character. That's all for the conspiracy corner. Let's talk about video games. That was time for conspiracy corner, but now we got a question for you, Michael. What What's games have you been playing this week? And if you haven't playing a game, you can answer whatever you want. It's kind of a spiritual question. Nice. What have I been playing <laughs> this particular week? Yeah, just lately. Destiny 2. Been playing a lot of Destiny 2. And Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Ooh, oh, that? what a game. Uh, beautiful, wonderful game. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Uh, I've been going back and forth between Destiny and that. So I'm just, it's a grind fest. Now, guys, I've never played a Castlevania game. Uh, we, should Sim- we should do Symphony of the Night. I'll tell you right now, it's getting five joysticks. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Is it a Switch game? Uh, no, I wish it was. I think actually, can, the, I think actually, if you get the Castlevania arcade pack on the Switch, it has Symphony of the Night in it. I, I got it. It doesn't. Fuck. <laughs> I, I got it because of that, and it doesn't, unfortunately. Yeah. I, but you can emulate it on your computer really easily. Okay. It's a PlayStation One game. Mm. Um. So you could even use that MacBook Air. Honestly, you know, I'm feeling very untethered right now to reality. So no no games, no video games? No, I'm saying it might be nice to kind of like go back in time for a little bit. Go back to the PS4. Oh, yeah. Just for a second. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. the the This modern future is... I think you can just get it on your PS4. Oh, yeah? I think you can just download it from their store, right? I think so. Maybe. Okay. You, you're, you work at Sony, right? Yeah, it's me, a Sony representative. And I'll tell you, yeah. it's in our store. Well, I'm yeah. glad we got that figured out. Yeah. Uh, Lex, what have you been playing this week? Um, I actually, so I took a break from Fire Emblem just because I've I've beaten two playthroughs and I wanted to like take a little ease off before I started the third one. And I realized- You've only played 100 hours in like two weeks. Are you <laughs> sure that's enough? Um, yes, uh, 100% <laughs> actually. And so I was like, what game can I play- Without leaving my room, because I also was feeling really sick earlier this week. That's fun. And I started finally playing the campaign in StarCraft 2. Oh. Um, and it's fucking cool. <laughs> I'm doing a very slow. It's cool, man. It's impressed cool. clap. It has a lot more shit in it than I thought it did. Like sure. there's all this stuff that like you can like let like get like bonus upgrades that persist level to level and like hire mercenaries and like upgrade all kinds of neat stuff. And there's like side quests. Um, and I didn't realize it had so many RPG elements. I thought it was just yeah, going to be like like a Warcraft situation where like you play level one and then level two starts and then level three starts. But it has all these like little weird interludes and stuff you can click on. And it's fun. And it's cool. Uh, huh. I'm playing the least interesting campaign, the Terran one. But soon I'll be a Zerg, my true race. 
Honestly, <laughs> it's the Zerg. I really empathize with the Zerg a lot because they're nasty boys, but they get shit done. And that's kind of my <laughs> mode of operation is being a nasty boy. They're definitely shit done. nasty. Yeah. yeah. And their their branding is incredible. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Great branding. Yeah. All for the swarm. Griffin, what are you doing for the swarm this week? <laughs> I don't know. I, other than just kind of like dealing with like conspiracy after conspiracy in my life and playing a little bit of Overwatch. And you know what? I said this was a low gaming week for me, Lux. I'll have to be honest with you. Look you right in the eye. It's a big TV show week for me, and that's okay. But guys, it's about to be a video game week for me because we're back in kind of a sweet spot for me in terms of what games we're talking about and a little bit of a hell spot for Lux. Uh, but I'm excited. But before we get there, I think we should talk a little bit about What's been going on in the news of video games? That's right, guys. Welcome back to Toxic or Toxic, the video game news segment where I say stuff that happened in news and you guys tell me from the gut if you think it's toxic, as in bad, incel, gamer culture, get it off my internet, get it out of here, get it, get it, get it out of here. Uh Or if it's toxic, as in the Britney Uh Spears song, which is a hit, a slap. A good thing, yeah, a banger, yeah, and yeah. the voice of every generation. So, guys, without further ado, let's get started. Uh, Australia's classification board has decided to ban a zombie video game over the inclusion of the drug cannabis. What? Uh, Wait, tox- well, from, from the gut. bad toxic, <laughs> bad toxic bad for toxic. sure. But, but I, I, I want to know why. What? How is the marijuana used in the video game? Is it just like normal, like? <laughs> people just smoking weed or is it like or, or are they doing something well, does really it, fucked up does it like weed? somehow <laughs> cause the zombiness or like oh what? so maybe they're pro weed and they're saying this is a bad message about how weed maybe is. it is i don't know well uh, i mean if it's that then maybe we should reconsider but i don't it's think so <laughs> it's definitely not that uh, <laughs> but it just seems so accepted nowadays it's weird that anybody would have that stance especially mm-hmm. in australia i feel yeah. like i feel like australia is like a like a lawless nonsense town <laughs> <laughs> yeah come I mean, on it was lawless a long time ago but now, now yeah, they i guess have they laws. had to add some they have laws too many to, laws yeah they had to add some yeah. laws to keep people away from the snakes yeah 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 they're exactly. like you know rotting corpses are a, a way of life but we <laughs> must ban the unholy plant a way of life um okay Moving on, uh, Apex Legends devs are under fire for calling players asshats and freeloaders. Okay, <laughs> 100% I sing my song. I, <laughs> Wait, say, okay. Okay, so basically the developers that make Apex Legends just kind of blew up after people were complaining on the internet and I guess either this leaked or that they were posting on the forums exactly. They were calling people asshats and freeloaders. I think that's great. (laughs) Yeah. I I think everybody on any message board, like talking about video games or TV shows or whatever, they're all usually asshats or freeloaders. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Talk- no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Britney Spears talks. I mean, hey, not good for not good business. Not a good business decision for them, but they're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's and the thing guys, is like, we loved it. We love when people are right. Like there's this thing with gamer people where they feel like they can be as annoying as they want on the Internet. And if anyone gets even like one percent annoyed by it, it's an absolute crime. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that seems very unfair as someone who's constantly annoyed on the internet. <laughs> Moving on, first gameplay for Death Stranding released shows Norman Reedus taking a long pee. Um, how long? How long? I want to know how long Lux, this is. Let the guest go first. I'm sorry, you're just re- you're reacting some of the you're reading all the news that I've been reading the last day and reacting to already. <laughs> so I like already have it in my head. Like we didn't plan this, but you just happening to hit everything I've happened to read this week. How how long was the pee? It was a decent pee. Uh but he has stated that Norman's dick will not be viewable in the game. Oh good. Okay. I mean, good. not good, like sarcastic good. Oh. Like, I I want to come on. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I learned from um, Chris Hooks, a.k.a. Uh, the Norms Misser on Twitter, is that Norman Reedus is an anagram for Ramrod Unseen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really all planned. It's oh, all in plan no. from the beginning. Wow. Yeah, his his real name is just like John or something like that. He had it changed early on. <laughs> it, it was actually on. called it was actually Norman Look at My Hog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they had to change it for this particular bit. <laughs> uh moving on. A little bit of movie news, guys. Spider-Man out of the MCU uh, after well, Disney yeah. Sony failed to reach deal. It's toxic. Oh, yeah. toxic. Bad, bad, toxic. toxic. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and it's you're just, saying toxic. Yeah. Yeah, both <laughs> companies are being dumb. Okay, well, who, just like, well, who, what should have happened? Um, they should have just kept whatever deal they had going. Sony was going to make a bunch of money no matter what, and like Disney, I guess Disney asked for fifty fifty. Isn't that what was going on? I think something like that. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. They should have just left it the way it was. I don't know why it was benefiting everybody. I think it's great. I'm going to say do 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 because finally uh, my boy Venom gets to hang out with Spidey. Oh my God. Spidey gets a little bit of goop on him. Do you think it's, it'd be Tom Holland again? Huh? If if Sony takes over, would it would be Tom Holland again? Oh man, I want Tom Holland to just fucking get all gooey all over <laughs> Tom Holland. Just like Tom Holland's just like going to school and all of a sudden like his locker is like, what is that? It's like a little bit of goo. So it's Spider-Man 3, but with and Tom then, Holland. And then Venom just like goops him in. Uh, and yeah, Venom's like, uh, he's like the, he's like the Matthew McConaughey character, like, <laughs> like outside the high school kids, like at the bar. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like, that's his like relationship to Tom Holland. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, I hate all of that. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want that at all. As much as I love Venom and it's, Kind, and good. it's kind of um, <laughs> like just like let the people have their fucking dumb movies like they're just yeah. dumb movies for fun that everyone enjoys and, like yeah. and they will have their fucking movies but they'll have them with with with, with where Venom and Spider-Man need to be uh, I want I want like, <laughs> just together. I want the whole together I don't care where I don't care if I, I don't care if Fox News owns <laughs> Spider-Man as as long Fox as News. as long as Venom owning Spider-Man, Spider-Man finally get to collab because Venom Venom is <laughs> is the dark shadow version. Bill, Bill O'Reilly plays Spider-Man. Venom yeah. is just a shadow of Spider-Man. So without Spider-Man, he's contextless. But they need each other. I'll say this. Two things. One is that Foxy's running Spider-Man is a nice shout out to the post credit scene in Homecoming. Yeah. Um, where they go all Fox News on Spider-Man. But then also, here's another thing. That was far from home. You are right about one thing, which is that without Spider-Man, you can't really have Venom. 
And without Spider-Man and Venom together, you can't get my favorite Spider-Man villain, Carnage, in the mix. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and you love to see Carnage. Yeah, I do love a derivative of a derivative. Yeah, the, yeah <laughs> a totally the Waluigi of the Spider-Man universe, <laughs> to be sure. Uh, yes. Okay, guys, and capping it off after controversial Harambe game, video game maker debuts Cecil the Lion game. Debuts. Top. Um, Y'all want because I'm ready to go. I mean, good talk. Say, I mean, like, saying do, Brit- do, do, Britney do. Spears, do to do to do. Okay. Uh, just because, why not? Sure. I say bad toxic. Don't make games about poaching lions. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't realize the game within the game you shoot the lion. Okay, so you play the lion. The That's game. what I was assuming. Oh, okay, okay, you, never you, mind. You then play I'm, the wait, lion. Wait, 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 wait. But if it's a poaching oh, game, yeah, fuck more, that. It, it gets more complicated. This can, I, takes, can I curse? This takes two left turns. No, you can't. We're Shit. now we're getting paid to do this, so you're not allowed to do that. Okay, uh, fiddlesticks. Uh, half our audience, uh, I've been checking the statistics, is like in Brazil. Bill. so uh-huh. like it must be just like all the Fortnite kids down there yeah you know? it's, it's we have like 52 percent america like 43 percent brazil and like five percent norway yeah so we gotta That's do this you guys are we doing this in portuguese afterwards like yeah. just do everything oh you're not no oh, you're not no. fluent we gotta no uh, no uh, no uh, sorry uh, oh, man, that, yeah it's been hard to book this podcast <laughs> uh with fluent portuguese speakers yeah sorry, um, sorry and that's guys. my prejudice so so to clarify a little bit about what this game is, this video game developer is an animal rights activist, but he's like he's like one of those like weird radical kinds because like these games are meant to depress you. They're meant to be sad. Uh, and like in the Cecil the Lion game, your whole goal is to like run from poachers, but you can never escape. You always die. Oh, God. It's just like, it's tough. It's very nihilistic. Yeah, it's very rough. So like, it's like one of those things where it's like I like I agree like I support like PETA, but then like when they do like a crazy ad, sometimes it's like woof. Well, that's a bad game. Yeah, it seems like a dumb yeah. game. Yeah, it seems like yeah. If you I, can't I, win. Uh, yeah, gaming mechanics alone, it's aside from any moral questions. Yeah, yeah. sticks feel bad. But here, yeah. surprise! I have a toxic or toxic for you, Griffin. Don't oh, know. <laughs> Steam is releasing the classic Japanese horror light no- the horror visual novel Song of Saya, known as one of the most disturbing and fucked up games of all time. But they have cut huh. the scenes where you had sex with a character who looks like a child. Toxic or toxic. Jesus Christ. Well, it's the Stephen King question. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, well, like they didn't do that scene in the movie from the book. Oh, the it. Well, still, they it. still have a sequel. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like the two things that I haven't seen in the trailer for the sequel. Uh, the giant space turtle. Uh, Are they going to do that? Oh, God, I hope so. Or any creepy oh. tunnel shit. Yeah, because they like go back in time or they like see what the original uh, forces were. It was like a giant turtle and the yeah, they go monster. back and see like the thing landing on Earth or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like if the world wasn't flat, then how could it stay on top of the turtle? Well, that's a whole that's a that's whole my T-shirt yeah. that I wore recently. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, but no, it's so it's this game. This game, everything's made out of skin. I'm saying I'm saying toxic. Because fundamentally, without wanting to learn any more information, the story confuses and offends me. Um, fair enough. It's a game where everything's made out of skin. Yeah. I'm going to play it. 
<laughs> Everything's made out of skin. Yeah, it's okay, like a horrible I'm doubling down. It's like a horrible nightmare game. Yeah, it sounds toxic. I'm doubling down. But it's but toxic. it's like, what am I reacting to? The fact that they're excluding this clearly horrifying scene? <laughs> or am I reacting to the game itself? Because the game itself sounds fucking nightmarish. You might like, be surprised to learn that in Steam comments, they're actually mad about the first thing and not really worried about the second thing. Oh. The Steam comments are like, where's the kid sex scene? Oh and everyone's God. like, no. Well, I'm just reacting right now to just this podcast. I'm saying toxic. Yeah. Okay. Moving on, guys. <laughs> we got a big game to talk about. But first, I think we should hear a little bit of history about this game. In 2007, Microsoft and Bungie announced that Bungie was splitting off from its parent company and becoming privately held. Microsoft would keep their popular Halo franchise and Bungie would be free to do whatever it wanted. But after three years of independence, Bungie got a little lonely. In 2010, they entered into a 10-year publishing agreement with Activision, one of the longest contracts in gaming history. In 2014, they released the online shooter RPG Destiny. Destiny had its flaws, but like Halo, it was one of the greatest modern shooters ever made, but Activision immediately set them to work on a sequel. Based on documents of the original release schedule, Activision wanted Bungie to release new disc-based sequels every other year until 2019. Bungie released Destiny 2 in 2017, but continued to struggle to live up to Activision's insane release schedule, and the game felt in constant tension between the companies. On January 10th, 2019, Bungie announced that it was terminating its deal with Activision. It seems that once again, Bungie is single and ready to mingle. This week, it's Destiny 2. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Looks like Bungie's on the market. On the Ooh. All I'm saying is, yeah, Bungie's single, and uh, <laughs> while they have probably no money, they're free. They're free. They're like they're like the pictures of Nicole Kidman when she divorced Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, that's like Bungie right now. Yeah, you know, free <laughs> of Activision's fully grasp. free, ready to go make big little lies. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in between because yeah, Activision as a company, they're all Scientologists. Oh, right. Yeah. That, the whole company. I, I totally forgot about that. It actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, dude, that'd be really messed up if like it was revealed that like World of Warcraft was like. Veggie tales for Scientology, <laughs> like somehow, yeah, because like, it, it was fits. like because I'm bad at themes, so like if it was all like a clear illusion that I was oh, missing yeah. to like Elron Hubbard or something like that. Oh yeah, what is it? it was Elron Hubbard? No, Elron Hubbard. Yeah, Elron Hubbard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, man. I if if I ever played that game, maybe I could help you <laughs> extricate yourself from that nightmare. <laughs> But instead, no one's there to explain that they're brainwashing you. <laughs> yeah, too but bad. You, 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 like I said, we, I got that 3 a.m. phone call. You said, I have to talk about was, Destiny 2. And I said, it was say 1 no PM. more. Well, it's 3 p.m. for most of our listeners in Norway and Brazil. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Norway and Brazil. <laughs> so, no to share a time zone. <laughs> uh, so why did you have to come back and talk about it? Well... I've been playing Destiny 2 uh, kind of compulsively and obsessively for the last several weeks. I don't know why. Hell yeah. Uh, or last, like, last couple months, I've been playing it a lot. Um, but I just got sucked right in. Oh, yeah. It's good now. It's very good. It's like... And, and also, I'm a big, you know, because my uh, uh, love for Final Fantasy IX, I'm a big story guy. I like lore. I like uh, uh, mythology and all of that. 
And Destiny 2 has, and I wish I would have played Destiny, the first one, but I've read all about the lore and the stories and everything from yeah, it. It was less than one paragraph, it right? Went, well, there's actually like, there's a lot of background. It was just a picture book. There's a lot of background. They've, oh, so you read all the grimoire training cards or whatever? I read some of the grimoire stuff. Oh, yeah. Geez. Um, yeah. What did, what did, what did those things say? Oh, these guys were really big. Uh, these guys were really small. No, <laughs> no, they were talking about. OK, so well, I, I really like the whole Destiny. Uh, I, I think it's some of the most interesting sci fi that I've gotten into in a long time. Wow. It, it reminds me of Dune. <laughs> it reminds me of Dune a lot. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. OK, <laughs> bud. as an avowed disliker of Destiny and lover of Dune, I you got to unpack this one okay. for me. Uh, what what don't you like about Destiny? What is it the gameplay so or the, for me? My, no, what's the comparison it's, it's the between gameplay. Dune though? Oh, I, it's just yeah. Flesh out the Dune thing. We'll, okay, well, we'll it, get to it, Destiny. It's just I love how esoteric it is, <laughs> and, and Dune is extremely esoteric. But it's like <laughs> it, it's this distant future with this godlike, uh, uh, bizarre construct called the Traveler that just shows up on Earth. Well, actually, they first discovered it. Close to Io, uh, you know, in the orbit of Jupiter. Um, actually, it was, um, first, technically, it was first discovered near the moons of Io. They, it was on uh, Io is a moon of Jupiter. Sure. Uh, but they discovered it there, and then it transformed humanity as as they discovered that it was terraforming different planets and worlds in the solar system, and then ushered in this this golden age. And then there's all of this lost technology from then because there was a collapse where it all fell apart. And then you're coming into the story way, way, way after any of that. And you're kind of picking up the pieces of humanity. And there's just like this one last city underneath the traveler. And there's all these alien races that are coming in. They're trying to have control of the solar system. But there's like all of these bizarre, vast um, uh, uh, cultures that are described, like the hive and the and the uh, fallen and the cabal and the vex and all of that. And they're, uh, I don't know, I, I really like the concepts behind each of those things, I, I especially the like, hive. I think there's a difference between like having like cool setups and then having cool story because like Right. There's, there's all of that like texture based reality, I guess. But there's no like there's no characters amongst any of those races that you come to know. There's no, there's well, no characters. That's not true. Well, I, a few. Oh, uh, it, it, it's, controversy. it's not true. I mean, there's like so w what really surprised me was learning about the uh, the hive specifically. Do, do you know much about the hive? I, I mean, you probably see you seem like you might know more for me. They're. To, as a as like a I've played a lot of Destiny, but to me, the most Destiny ever really gets into them is just like the hive or the bug people. Right. And so that's that's <laughs> what I thought at first, too, because I was like, oh, these are just like the flood from Halo. Kind sure. of. They're just like scary, uh, weird bug like things that are infesting everything. Uh -huh. But there's actually way more to it than that, because they like and I read some of the background stuff for it. Uh, but they used to be these like semi peaceful uh, race of people. They were like billions of years ago. They lived on a gas giant. They lived on like these floating pieces of, of rock and a glass and a gas giant. And then uh, they were living this harsh, horrible life and they wanted to break away from that. And so a few of the members of this race, um, they 
like have a they built a ship and they went into the gas giant and then they like this is where it gets more like weird and mythological and stuff but they meet these giant worm beings these like massive kind of like dune worms and um and they communicate to them and then the the worms convince them that they need to serve them as their gods and then in exchange they give these people uh the power to live way longer than their normal like 10 year lifespan now if any of that shit happened in destiny 2 that would be lit as fuck (laughs) but what you're saying that sounds amazing from reading into but anyway forum posts and stuff like that so my point no i'm again it's not from forum posts it's from the stuff that they provide yeah but like you have to really seek that shit out okay yeah but okay but like if you're playing elder scrolls you have to do the same thing you got to read a bunch of shit like it's it's the same kind of thing like there's i mean elder scrolls isn't always i don't want to defend elder scrolls right now but there's like good (laughs) rpgs where like there are there is the texture that you can dive into but there's also surface story sure that's the difference it's like follow games you there's a million things you can read into but there's also just the main story if you just want to play a a few levels you know like this game doesn't have that first stuff. It it, it just has like Nathan Philly and like making wisecracks. Right. You yeah. know, like right here's that's this is my thing, right? Is that what you just described sounds like exactly the sort of game and setting and universe that I fucking mark out for like a yeah. psychopath. But playing Destiny is just running into a zone shooting a bunch of things, getting new stuff so you can shoot things in a different zone, going to a new zone, doing the same thing. And then getting it's just like this endless cycle and it feels so grindy with no end and it makes my head want to yeah. fall off. Yeah, no, that that I mean, that's right. That's exactly what it is. But Lex, <laughs> they've been fixing a lot of that. And I want to stop. I wanna, we'll talk more about story stuff because you you have I want to hear more of these crazy stories about it. Because like, I would yeah, love to give the, you the full rundown of the hive. That, that's yeah. Maybe we'll do a, a separate Patreon that's just destiny stories. I know some <laughs> freaks will pay for that shit. Uh, but yeah, so this game has gotten so much better than the first one and the stuff that you used to play Lux because they they have added a lot more stuff to do and like a lot more variety. There's been a few expansions since they released Destiny 2 and the game is at a point now where you can log in at any time and have like a variety of different types of kind of missions. Like there's like some fun PvP stuff. You go do some of the dungeons. Um, there's there's like all sorts of different like daily and weekly stuff to do um, and the worlds are just like a, more fun to explore uh, one of my favorite things and I don't know if you've done any of this shit yet in Destiny 2 is like the weird stuff that on the on the outskirts of the game like uh, what there's this like one secret mission that's uh, you have to like do all this like weird platform jumping to get oh through. yeah the whisper have you done that? Uh, I don't know if I have, but there there are a lot of like platform puzzle yeah. things. Yeah, this one's incredible. Uh, it's called the Whisper, and you have like I think like ten minutes to get through this insane maze of platforming, like death jumps and stuff like that. And there's a big boss battle at the end, and uh, it was like this really fun challenge to do with my two friends. Like it was really great. Uh, yeah, the, they're they're. I really like their uh, the, their version of dungeons, which are strikes uh-huh. and stuff, and raids where it's like you have to you you really have to use teamwork to defeat it. It's not quite. I mean, you kind of have to do that in World of Warcraft, but that's mostly just 
firing stuff at a big boss. Mm. But the what I like about Destiny is that, you know, there will be these bizarre puzzles that you have to figure out and there's no like they don't tell you what to do at all. Mm. Um and, and then there's a lot of really cool public events where random people they can be like, hey, do you want to do this? And then you just go join them. Um, and Gambit is cool. I yeah. like Gambit. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, there's like a variety of activities. They are all still shooting. So I think like what would be fucking cool about this game is if they found they just like took more pages from World of Warcraft and just like added more other types of activities to mm-hmm. do like like world of warcraft had like skills and professions that you could work on yeah uh and oh, that would be and cool. there was like a variety of different types of mounts that you could work to achieve they just need to include more of those like hardcore rpg shit and i think now they broke up with activision they can finally do some more of that yeah. shit see i that shit would help but for me it's just like that story yeah. flavoring like I'm more than happy. Like we talk on the show a lot. Like I like the grind mm-hmm. in like a JRPG or like a straight RPG kind of game. But that's because I know that that grind is taking me to a place because the story has been flavored and set up in a way where it's like, yeah, I've got to get strong enough to go to the castle and steal the gem. But I can't do that yet. But boy, I need that gem because otherwise the princess is going to turn <laughs> right, into a snake right. or well, whatever. Is, but you don't get there, that in Destiny do, in the same them. way. I mean, like there's and maybe it is just like a later expansion thing because the the main the main Destiny 2 story like the the vanilla Destiny 2 or whatever before the expansions, uh, the main story was that uh, the leader of the Red Legion was coming in to destroy the Traveler, and it was like breaking it off, harnessing its energy, and then they're also like using the sun, or they're going to like st- blow up the sun or the something. Main, the main campaign had a decent, satisfying story with a surprising amount of cinematics. It's yeah. just been like everything since then that's done a little bit more like, okay, this is kind of a little bit of stuff. Right, yeah, because then after that, it was the Curse of Osiris, which was like on Mercury and had to do with the Vex, and it was mm-hmm. kind of interesting, but you were just like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. But then, and then the next one, Warmind, that one was kind of cool because it introduced, to me, it introduced this concept of these massive AIs that have been on there's this big one called Rasputin it's on Mars and it's been there for like since the golden age and apparently it's some supercomputer that's like and it's massive and it's uh the like guardian vanguard is all unsure if they should even you know interact with it because it might be too dangerous it might just yeah, they're kill actually, everybody they're building up like big bads like that which is cool yeah, yeah. and then um oh and in that yeah. expansion you get to kill one of the worm gods that made the hive yeah. what it is mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool you you work with a big ass sentient ai named rasputin and you kill a worm god mm-hmm. i think that's cool <laughs> that okay that yeah yes yeah. That sent that sentence rules, but the game never puts me in a position where I feel like that's what I'm right, doing. Like I did that you know mission. I mean? like, but that's kind of cool looking, but I wish I had more of the context to understand that. But I mean, they tell you everything as you go through the mission I and mean, they say these things. There's voice actors doing this they're throughout getting, the entire. They're getting better at doing it, but there's still something to be said for making you, you feel like. All, all of the characters are just like voices talking to me. They're not, I'm not like I don't feel like I'm like dealing with characters that like need my help specifically in these areas. It's all just like talking voices like telling me that is true. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it is like I need to be rooted emotionally in the narrative to like pay attention to. They do do the thing where it's like, you know, and I get the use of it because you're like, you know, you're in your suit and you're going into the things. And so people can just communicate 
to you in the, a way that we're communicating right now to you. But but it's it would be way more effective if you could see their face or yeah. or see what the hell that they're talking about. I agree with that My, for sure. I now I got carried by uh, a friend's older brother who'd been playing since day one. So when I hopped back into Destiny Two, <laughs> where you saw one set of footprints, that's where your friend's yeah. older brother was carried. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and then. But the thing that sucks about Destiny still is half the time I have to Google what the fuck I'm supposed to do with this item or something. Oh, true. It's yeah. very yeah. unclear. And that's that bad. is very true. I, it's I, just yeah. like you shouldn't have to look it up this much. There should be enough information naturally in the game for you to know how to play it and what to do with items. Yeah. Um, and so that's like a big tick for it. But the only real news story to kind of like end our conversation is that. Despite all of the flaws and all of the bullshit, no one steps close to Destiny on the shooting. It's still fucking one of the best shooters ever made. And I love to see all these other companies try to make Destiny and fail. When Anthem came out, oh yeah, we, I loved how that crashed and burned so hard. It's explain like, Anthem to me. Is it like a third-person shooter, or it's is like it like Destiny with, but you're in a mech robot instead? Uh, so it's like it's clunkier. It's like not as like fast and like flowy. Yeah, uh, and I just like I love all these companies just trying to come at them, and they they can't do it. It's still the best. I, have y'all played Warframe? No, no, you heard I've of this? seen it talked about in a bunch of places. Okay, uh, I, but I haven't actually played it. I've played like the first few like minutes of it. I was at my cousin's house and he was like, check out this game Warframe. First of all, we waited like an hour for it to update because he just had it on there and I guess it needed it up. But like there was so much loading, but then it started up and it felt like an unfinished game. Like it felt it was super bizarre, like handling, like you couldn't control it very well. And I just, but everyone's like loving it on the internet. I don't, mm. I, it seems like it's bad. Well, but. I can't attest to that game. Maybe we'll review that game in the future. Yeah, anyway. But uh, yeah, all these game, all these people try to think they, oh, we'll make a destiny. We'll just make it better. And it's like, no, everyone fails because at the end of the day, destiny has done something pretty difficult and made a pretty good online shooter that people just like to play for years and years so right that's the one thing as much as i beef with destiny i can't I, it's kind of unimpeachable as far as like how them sticks feel like it's really mechanically and just physically good to play yeah it feels good um it just never like i think the thing is like world of warcraft has all these quests that have like internal plots that make sense in the context of a bigger world that you understand and I think Destiny never like quite ties everything together in a way where I can be like, oh, if I do this, then this, then right. this, then this, like things fit together in a way. Whereas like with World of Warcraft, it's like if I kill the Lich King, then that means that I save Azeroth and that means we can go back to dealing with these orcs. But oh, other <laughs> right. I can you know finally I mean? get like, my Thetans up. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was right in front of me. The whole oh, time. Finally, finally, I mean, the Lich King. <laughs> uh, well, we'll, 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 we'll give our final thoughts right after this commercial break. Do, 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 That's right. New James Bond movie coming out in theaters this November. We've got bang, bang, bang. Sorry, honey. I'm the spy. Bang, 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 bang. Not this time, Bond. 
with with all sorts of Bond girls and guys. Hey, it's me, a se- another spy. My name is Sex Lady. That's right. And then also because it's 2019, we've got a sexy pool boy. Hey, I'm a sexy pool boy. Mr. Bond, is that uh, in your pocket? Or? <laughs> wow, I'll, I'll take my pocket. Shaken, not stirred. You got <laughs> it. That's right, in theaters. No more time to die, guy. Hey there, and welcome back to the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Still Lux, your co-host, Still Griffin Davis. Your guest is Still Mike Loud and Lyle. We are still talking about Destiny 2. This is the part of the show where you rate that game, boys, girls, and friends beyond the binary. We are going to go around a little circle, giving our final thoughts and a review, and give it a, a score on a scale of one to five joysticks. Michael, you are a guest, so common courtesy dictates you go first. I'll give it four. Final thoughts first. It's the way that Lux says it that's confusing. Final Wait. thoughts first. I said final thoughts and then the other score. You did. Play back the tape. Play back the tape. Play back the tape. this episode. Talk about it. Say what you think about the gag of joysticks. I'm confused. Haley, play back the tape right now, and it will be clear what I said and did. Final thoughts and a review. Start with your final thoughts. Oh. And then your rating. Oh. Okay. Uh, final thoughts on the game itself. Yes. Um, Tell us. Well, um, oh, I, I I really enjoy it. I that's why I've been playing it for <laughs> several months now, and uh, I would love to talk with you about uh, just the lore of it because I do think that you would be really interested in some of the stuff. And I would be like hate to be invited lore, to that. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> every lore thing you've said has me extremely stoked. It's just like I never get that when no, I'm playing. No, no, sure. And, and you don't even. <laughs> but here's the thing, like, like. You don't even have to play the game. I just want to talk about that specific lore with people because it is so interesting. And I and maybe they're not doing the best job fulfilling everything or making or fleshing it out. But I the concepts are so captivating to me and so cool that I can't stop thinking about it, um, which is great. Maybe someone needs to write a book. I think someone needs to write like a full on full ass book i think maybe this was but the worms were bungie's intention the entire time activision is famously anti-worm it's true. and they've been holding the worms back uh but you know they <laughs> broke the deal recently unleash the worms yeah unleash the worm hashtag unleash the worms yeah. yeah um so what's your joystick rating uh four out of five four out of five okay nice uh lux what do you think okay so here's my deal um I complained a lot about this game because I have a lot of things I complain about about this game. Um, I think it's overly grindy. I don't think it goes anywhere. I think it can be really boring. But here's the thing. You still have to be like, it's really well designed. It's mechanically impressive. It's clearly fun to play for people who like these kind of games. So I'm going to give it a three out of five stars or three out of five joysticks. Like, I just think that like on the level of like zoomed out game without context, it's pretty fucking cool. Then when you add the things about games like narrative and sort of world that I like, it starts to like lose steam. So yeah, I think that's a three out of five. I think it's a really impressively made piece of technology that doesn't quite get to like good game level for me. <laughs> An amazing piece of technology is like when someone says after a show, like, Hey, fun show. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like good, good piece of technology. Oh, hey, fun show. It looked like you were having fun up there. <laughs> good, a good game. It was, it was really, it looked like you guys spent a lot of time on it. <laughs> uh, for me, 
Destiny is great. It's one of those games that I'll come back to like once a year and play it hardcore for like two months and then get bored. Uh, maybe one day it could be the RPG I dream and be that perfect full five joystick game. But I'm going to give it a four for now. And I believe with Bungie being a single girl on the prowl, yeah. she can she can live her life. She can she can be messy when she wants to. Uh, and <laughs> she can, you know, she can work on her right before she works on a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I think, I think that's right. I think Bungie, I think so it I will, give Bungie five out of five as a single I girl. definitely give Bungie a five out of five, but they, no, I think that they will have room to kind of flesh out and become more of the game that the ideal version of this game that we're talking about. I, I don't think it'll, I mean, I, who knows if it'll be perfect, but uh, this next expansion looks really cool, and it's on the moon, and something spooky's going. Oh, something spooky's going on the moon. Well, let's see if that wizard comes back. Uh, and you know, <laughs> if, if Activision, if you're listening, you're feeling burnt. You're on the rebound. Call me, girl. <laughs> I'll make yeah, your Griffin's next space looking, shooter. We'll beat Destiny. Fuck everyone else. I got a better it, idea. Make it act. Just make it I have really good ideas. I just don't have any design experience. If anyone could just make my game, I have a really good idea. Uh, but, Lux, you got a segment? I certainly do. We're going back to everyone's favorite store at everyone's favorite mall. We're going to the Build-A-Boss Workshop, baby. Um, this is the game where I give you guys the options of some parts of a boss, and you put together your favorite options. So, using the uh, bosses from Destiny 2... Uh, we'll start with the legs. Do you want the legs from Brockus on the green stubby man? <laughs> His um, title is the green the legs- stubby man. <laughs> well, I just don't know how else to describe it. I'm, I'm sorry, looking at a the picture. lore is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got Brockus Zahn, this green stubby guy. You've got the legs of the inverted spire, purple and filled with radiant energy. Or the legs of Protheon, the modular mind, which are yellow and silver and also filled with energy. Wow, really tough decision. Um, hmm. Hmm. So what do you what it's basically a question of colors and length when it comes well, to really, the legs. Because really these guys look pretty sane. Uh I'm I, I mean I always like the purple ranger. I was gonna say green stubby. Oh, green stubby. Let's yeah. go green stubs. Yeah, yeah, I want green stubs. All right, green stubs it is. Next, we've got the torso. And what torso do we choose? Do we choose uh, so, uh how do you say it? Sabathin song, a big circle floating oh, in the sky. I love that circle. Uh, Sabathin. Do we choose uh, the Pyramidon, a robot with a triangular chest? Or do we choose Grask the Consumed, a sort of classic 50s style big robot with a gun? Uh, second one. You want, oh, you want All the, right. okay. <laughs> you don't like the big circle? I mean, I love the big circles. Don't get me wrong, but I want that that vex. Uh, I want the green stubby legs and then a vex a triangular okay. robotic it's like, thing. It's like the middle. it's like a Mecha Shrek. Yeah, Mecha Shrek. Oh my god. Okay, and so then that brings us to finally the head. Um, <laughs> do you want the head of Sabathin Song, a long green tube with yeah, a yeah, star you spent at the a lot top of time on this list? <laughs> Yeah, well, a lot of the bosses, like, look, the bosses I picked are the ones that look the least the same. <laughs> um, uh, Sabbath and Song the t- uh, with a long tube and then a head, or Brachion, the Genesis Mind, a sort of <laughs> red star with tentacles coming out of the head, 
or do you want uh the inverted spire again a sort of frontward facing triangle with purple lasers coming out of the back well brachion's got the best stage name so i go with him yeah i'll go with brachion i'm trying to remember these bosses and i don't I don't remember these at all. I mean, I remember some of their names, but like the descriptions just sound so a red star with a what? That's a, that's what his head looks like. The rest of him's like a robot. Oh, uh, that's why this is perfect for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we've got a sort of red star head, a weird triangular body and green stubby legs. Now it's time to name your weird boss. And I think you kind of did already. Oh, Bor Brachion, Shkush. Bra- Brachion, the the boy who lived, Brachiosaurus, the boy who lived, <laughs> Brachiosaurus, the boy who lived, a fearful boss indeed. <laughs> like imagine, um, and that's imagine mobbing with your squad into like a dungeon, being like, "Yo, let's fucking kill." And it's like Brachion, the boy who lived, the boy who lived. Oh, like maybe we wow. should reconsider. <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. Look, I know he's being the hostile. He's lives. shooting well, at us. Not anymore. But but he lived. Um, all right. So that brings us to the end. Uh, Michael, you've been an amazing guest. People are sure, certainly going to want to know more about what you're doing, what you're up to. Where can they find out those things or see them? Well, I want you to go on to the YouTube channel No Problemo and uh, watch some of my videos. I just uh, posted up something we did a little while back um it's called blessed and it's where i played jesus in modern day life and he's just you know he's just really bummed out um um i watched a chunk of that on my phone before i got an annoying text from someone and got distracted <laughs> but it's the chunk that i watched very good <laughs> thank you yeah there, there's three parts uh the two parts two and three are coming out next week and then the week after but um yeah there's other videos on there there's something called the eye and uh couple more just watch my watch my videos huh oh and i'll paint your pets if uh if you have any pets that need a uh, portrait uh hit me up pets by michael it needs a different name what what should i call it what should be a different name for that service um um pet a turn a pet turn a pet yeah the boy who lived or pet forever pet forever i like the idea that you're encasing the pet in a sort of prison of <laughs> pet <time>. cemetery <laughs> Oh, whoa. <laughs> Vincent Van Pet. And uh-huh. it's a dog petting Vincent Van Gogh's ear still attached. <laughs> a very confusing <laughs> yeah. logo. I don't know what the message is, really. Actually, if it's art and dog, and they're, they're coming together to form a union that's positive. Oh, okay. It's not just dogs, though. It's all it's any cats, turtles, whatever, whatever you got. Okay. You, would you do my would you do my hamster pockets? Yes. Long well, pause. Absolutely. Long pause. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Let's get as Michael. You got anything else about a plug? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, that's it from us here at the Game Boys. Unless well, Lux I, has anything he wants to plug. Well, I have two quick things. One is we got another review on iTunes. I want to keep reading those sure. when we get them. Um. And this one comes from unique nickname, not yet taken, who says, great show, really entertaining, quick dialogue. That's funny. Definitely worth subscribing to. I always look forward to the show. Thanks, guys. Oh, thank you. Unique nickname, not yet taken. That's very nice of you. Um, We really appreciate it and hope we get that. He's unique because he commented. He posted. 
He's unique because he thinks the show yeah. is good, which means he's one do, million. Do you think he might know uh, what was the name of the the person that you're very suspicious well, about? With Sal Marzi wouldn't dare. Sal Marzi, no. He, this is one of our foot soldiers. This okay. is a, this is a, okay. a guy in the battle against Sal Marzi. Okay, good. Yeah, we need a recruit, yeah. and of which we need more. So please join the forces. And then lastly is a uh, it's Indiegogo time for Party World Wrestling. So just go to igg igg.me slash at slash ghost mall to check out all the cool stuff that we're selling and all the cool stuff that you can do to donate and help out the show. It's really cool and dope and you should do it. Um, and that is it for the show this week. Uh, we are done. My name is Lux. I'm your host, your co-host Griffin Davis, your guest, Michael Allen Lyle, your editor and producer is Haley Clement. Your international music's by Matthew Morton. Your artist by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, internet. We love you very much. Destiny 2. Louder. Destiny 2. Louder.